we'd like to welcome you back to part two of our emergency freedom alerts for November 22nd, 2021. And um, this next part is entitled Church Leaders Endorse Evidently the Great Reset, Demonic Ideology Embraced by, quote, Christian Leaders. And again, we've documented this the whole way, and, and I, I predicted this a long time ago, that the church, for the most part, the 501c3 whore Laodicean church will be in lockstep with what we're seeing here. They're going to go along with it. No problem. No problemo. We were told, obey Romans 13, do whatever the government says. If the government says, they come in and say, let me let me rape your wife. I'm, I'm just going to give up my wife and let, oh, you don't believe me? Okay. Well, here's some quotes that Chuck Baldwin's come up with. Now, Chuck Baldwin, I, I've done some stuff on him um, recently, and um, I'm not endorsing Chuck Baldwin at all, okay? As far as his theology, it's really some whacked out stuff he believes in. But um, there's some things that, you know, just like I gleaned from Alex Jones at this point and, and Mike Adams, uh, these are some quotes that Chuck Baldwin's got. The majority of pastors and church leaders today are monarchists at heart. They, they, the lack of instruction and understanding of biblical principles of natural law created a generation of churchmen who are more than willing to submit to the unnatural laws of tyranny and oppression. Here are just a few examples of what these basically 501c3 pastors have said. Quote, if federal agents or troops came to my house and put my wife on the kitchen table and raped her, Romans 13 tells me I could not interfere. This is how stinking sorry so many of the brainwashed by the cemetery pastors, by the 501c3 cemeteries, I mean seminaries, that have brainwashed the pastors into believing that this, I guess, it, anything goes. Anything that the government tells you to do overrides anything that the bible says i mean i just read you that that um that verse I, I just read you this verse protection of our families is part of providing for our families now i read it in the context of providing meaning you know if you have the ability to have provision for your family storing up food water things of this nature then you should do so i mean Protection of our families is also part of providing for our families. 1 Timothy 5.8 But if any provide not for his own house, house, especially those of his own house, he hath denied the faith and is worse than an infidel. Well, an infidel is an, basically like a um, somebody that's turned their back on the Lord Jesus Christ. They've departed from the faith. Okay. Now, in the context of this verse in Noah Webster 18.28 defines the word provide uh, as to procure supplies, which again, was, which is more in line with the first uh, usage where we were talking about providing for your family or a means of defense or to take measures for counteracting or escaping an evil. Okay. But it also as a means of defense. So you are not supposed to let somebody kick in your front door as a grown Christian man and let them come in and rape your wife. Um, I won't give any names, but I had somebody that was in my home, my little home Bible study a long time ago. And he basically near the end of, of when they stopped coming to see me, he basically said that, that he would, he was a pacifist and he would have no problem in going along with that. Evidently he would have no, uh, like if they kicked in the door, he, he just let them have their way with, uh, his wife. <laughs> I was like, are you serious? Really? Are you serious? 
You don't see any biblical problems with that. And they weren't with us very much longer after that. Um, yeah, there's a lot that can be said on this. If you can, I've done many studies on this. Biblical resistance to tyranny. Resistance, tyranny. You'll find my studies, self-defense. You'll find my studies. And you'll find not mine, but a whole bunch of other ones that I've, I've put out there. And um, from pastors that have done whole, the biblical doctrine of self-defense, Pastor John Weaver, go to Sermon Audio, biblical doctrine of self-defense, find that one, he, masterful study. Anyway, um, if you find my PDFs though on contendingfortruth.com, I put it all in one spot for you. So let's continue on with these quotes. Um, uh, let's see here. Um... If the government forces came to my... This is the second one from a pastor. If government forces came to my home intent on harming my wife and children, I would not resist. I would simply tell my family to run. Now, I understand it could provide a means of escape. There's no problem there either. But just the, the whole vibe you get from these quotes, it's very, very, very not good, if you ask me. Um, I would not resist. Okay. Well, what if they, what if they um, kicked your door in and you, you couldn't escape? You wouldn't resist then, you know. Uh, America, America's founding. Here's another quote: America's founding fathers were rebels against God. This is how pathetic so many of the pastors have become. They had no right to fight a war for independence. Subjugation to a king, even a tyrannical one, is God's will. Oh, really? I'm glad you speak on behalf of God himself. That must be neat. Then, another one. Anyone who resists civil governments is going to hell. Well, didn't Franklin Graham, wasn't he the one that just said recently that anybody that doesn't, isn't coercing their congregation to take the kill shot, they're, they're endangering, they're, they're in, uh, playing with hellfire? Damnation, judgment? I've read you the quotes. Oh, it's funny. He, he, had, he, had, he got a really bad case of pericarditis, most likely from the kill shot, like everyone else that's taken it, and had to go to the hospital. Yeah. I don't know if we'll cover that today or not, but... Uh, then, another one. There is no such thing as natural law, and anyone who promotes it is of the devil. Um, then, it ends by saying, Jesus, can the blind lead the blind? Shall not they both fall into a ditch? Luke 6.39, Absolutely. This is exactly what is happening to America today. The blind are leading the blind into the ditch of tyranny and oppression. And the, the teaching I did on Chuck Baldwin, which was not too long ago, just can't Chuck Baldwin in the keyword, is Chuck Baldwin now teaches replacement theology and preterism. And he does not believe in a regathered Israel at all. And I did a whole Bible study on this and gave you quotes right from him. Okay, so I wouldn't have anything to do with that cap. Sorry, wouldn't have anything to do with that fellow. So I'm going to go back to this little report here. 501c3 church leaders endorsed the Great Reset, demonic ide ideology embraced by, quote, Christian leaders. Now, this is, we should expect that this would become the norm according to Revelation chapter 3, where it talks about the Laodicean church era, uh, um, which basically the people in the Laodicean church, including the pastors, obviously, because they're the heads of the church, it is the blind leading the blind, and they're lukewarm, and they think they're in need of nothing. 
They think they're just doing Jim, Jim Dandy with God. They're good with God, but God sees them as lukewarm, and he says he's going to vomit them out of his mouth. He, he wishes that they were either hot or cold, but they want to just stay in this lukewarm state, and God can't stand that. Well, there's an evil and downright demonic ideology that's trying to take control of this planet right now. It's the satanic cult that teaches us that men can become women, that abortion is sacrament, that countries and borders are illegitimate, that global finance must reign supreme, criminals shall roam free, and that humans need to eat bugs and live in pods for the sake of the climate. This is the cult of the Great Reset. It's a cult that has total absolute confidence in its own righteousness no matter how many cities and countries burn no matter how many lives it ruins it's the cult whose adherents genuinely believe that everything that resists them is just racist sexist bigoted and evil and needs to be completely annihilated this cult is evil but it's also fanatical and it's skilled at sucking people in. Now, if we're gonna stand against this cult, we'll need our own rival ideology. It's not enough to just say no. One of the best tools of resistance, of course, is the battle-tested faith of Christianity. But the death cult of the Great Reset is cunning. It's already furthering its agenda by luring in Christian leaders and getting them to endorse the reset. Faith groups across America take money from billionaire atheist George Soros. Megachurch pastor Rick Warren endorses the World Economic Forum and promotes NIH head Francis Collins, who helped further lies about the origins of coronavirus. The Vatican lets Catholic Joe Biden visit while remaining silent about his fanatical commitment to killing babies via abortion. What's going on here? Clay Clark is the host of the Thrive Time Show. He's been talking a lot about this, and he joins us now. Clay, thank you so much for being here. We appreciate it. The false prophets we have heard so much about. God promises there will be false prophets. It's in his word. They're here, and they're here in abundance. Well, if you're, if you're out there listening today, and you've, you've attended a church in the last decades, a mega church, you may be familiar with skinny jeans fog machines and quarantine <laughs> now what they want to do is they want to put enough Skinny fog geez. in the room so you can't actually read the word of god but if you do open up your bible to matthew chapter 24 i recommend you read the king james version if you open it up it discusses openly matthew chapter 24 folks read it yourself it talks about it says and jesus answered and said unto them take heed that no man deceive you for many shall come in my name say that i am christ and shall deceive many mm -hmm. it talks about deception deception is where people actually believe the lie and what I'm discovering right now, and it's 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 terrible, it's sad, but it's it's happening, is Klaus Schwab, he wrote a book called COVID-19, The Great Reset. Everyone can buy it on Amazon. Mm -hmm. And it calls for the implementation of what he calls the fourth industrial revolution. <clears throat> and so if people go to timetofreeamerica.com and they click the button that says the truth about renting religious leaders, you can see the video where Klaus Schwab describes on a Charlie Rose interview, he describes the fourth industrial revolution as something that won't change what you do for a living, it will change you if you take the gene editing. Yes. Thus, change... And I've played that quote before. I've actually played the quote from Charlie Rose. If you take the gene editing, you it will change you. Meaning, these kill shots 
are changing your DNA. You will not be you anymore. You will not be fully human anymore, which was exactly what was what was happening in Noah's day with the Nephilim incursion, the fallen angels procreating with women and then bringing forth giants. That was a defilement of human DNA. And it got so bad in Noah's day that God had to hit the great reset button. This was God's great reset button, okay? And start over with the eight people on the ark and the animals. And Jesus Christ said, as it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be in the days of the coming of the Son of Man. So we should be expecting, and I've been warning my listeners for over probably a good 15 years, that they're going to try to defile our DNA. And they're most likely going to try to do it with the vaccines. And here we are. They're doing the exact thing with their messenger RNA vaccines, defiling our DNA. It's the gene editing that Klaus Schwab talked about. And this is all the more reason you do not want to have anything to do with it. And I would avoid it. While it is not the mark of the beast, I would avoid it just like it was the mark of the beast with the same fervency. Because you will not be you, fully you anymore with the gene editing which is exactly what it is. ...man from the image of God to the image of Lucifer. That's right. Which is why inside the COVID-19 RNA modifying nanotechnology vaccines, there's a technology called luciferase. Yes. If you go to timetofreeamerica.com yeah. and you click on the button that says what's inside mm -hmm. the COVID-19 vaccines, Moderna doesn't even hide it. They just put it right there on the patent. There's luciferase. Mm -hmm. Luciferase is included inside the COVID-19 vaccines. But as you mentioned, to make the Great Reset seem uh, palatable, to seem like a good idea, Klaus Schwab needed to team up with faith leaders, and so he teamed up with Rick Warren. So if you've ever read the book Purpose Driven Life, Purpose Driven Church, Purpose Driven Something, if you've ever gone to... One of the biggest reprobate, apostate, Laodicean, lukewarm devils that's ever walked the earth, Rick Warren. Key his name in, I don't know even know how many I've, times I've exposed that devil going way back. So it would be fitting that Rick Warren would be one of the main people on board with this. Mega Church recently, they probably encouraged you to read the book, Purpose Driven Life, but then Rick Warren is shamelessly endorsing on video the World Economic Forum. Yeah, and now the Pope, this is this is fact, the Pope actually organized a transhumanism code meeting of the minds at the Vatican. <laughs> so, Stu, what's happening is faith leaders are using the pulpit to trick the flock into taking the RNA modifying nanotechnology and inside what do you, of their why bodies. Why do you think that is? I mean, this, this is so. This guy's really good at what he does. What he just the synopsis he just gave was amazing. What do you think is the motivation for these people to have their congregation led to this injection that they may not want and definitely don't need? Well, uh, to put it succinctly, bribes and blackmail. There's a lot of people that I've met throughout my career. Mm -hmm. I've had a lot of success in business. I know you have as well. And when you meet a lot of people, sometimes you meet somebody at the top, like NBA Hall of Famer David Robinson. I've met David. He's a great guy. You get close to David, and you go, <clears throat> wow, that guy's who I thought he was. But sometimes you meet these elected officials, and you recognize, this guy's hollow. This guy isn't the real deal at all. And a lot of these faith leaders, Stu, they wanted to have the big church. They wanted to have the big book deal. They wanted to have everybody quoting them. They wanted to create their own boy band. If you look at the way they dress, many of them dress up like they're in a boy band. Yeah. These people yeah. wanted the celebrity. They wanted the, the book. skinny, the skinny jeans and smoke machines. <laughs> Can you imagine?
book deal. But if you follow the money, you're going to find that the pastors with the biggest book deals are the ones pushing the COVID-19 vaccines the most. Mm -hmm. And I'll call them out. T.D. Jakes. I used to listen to T.D. Jakes. T.D. Fakes. Every morning. T.D. Jakes. And T.D. Jakes is out. He's teaming up now with Dr. Fauci to do Zoom calls Uh to push the RNA modifying nanotechnology. Oh, yeah. Why would why would anybody think about this? Why would any Christian leader at all push the, the average uh, attendee of their church to take RNA modifying nanotechnology derived from fetal tissue cell lines? Stu, if you ask yourself, well, because they're hirelings that have no love for the flock. They're doing it for the hire, the money, the prestige, the fame, knowing that they're, they're going to be in lockstep and compliance with their 501c3 corporate charter. Whereas the IRS and the government gave them that ministry, that right to exist. Therefore, you got to abide by that guidelines because it's what created your ministry. It's what allowed your ministry to exist. So I've been screaming about that for ever since I've been in ministry. It compromises you on a spiritual level and you do not see the demons and devils associated with it. But you can look at the fruit of it and know it's demonic overall. It's very demonic. So, you know... It's horrible. Who are the people that, that were behind developing the, the, the COVID-19 vaccine technology? Okay, here, here are the big four. Bill Gates, who, by the way, has a spiritual advisor who admits to praying to Satan. If you go to DuckDuckGo and you type in Bill Gates, Marina Abramovich, you're oh. going to see that Marina Abramovich is the spiritual advisor, spiritual coach for Bill Gates. He, oh, we've talked about her many times. Thought so much of her, he featured her during the Microsoft 2020 commercials during the lockdowns. Yep. And if you go to DuckDuckGo and you type in Marina Abramovich spirit cooking, you can see that Marina Abramovich, and just go to DuckDuckGo, type in Marina Abramovich spirit cooking, you can see Bill Gates' spiritual advisor admits to praying to Satan. And why would Bill Gates team up with the world's most prolific pedophile, Jeffrey Epstein? I think what this boils down money? to also... And they've got all kind of pictures where they're together and in group pictures and stuff like this at least one i know i've seen at least one now now trump is in so many pictures with epstein i mean it's legion i mean they were neighbors i mean they're basically perverted sex buddies that would go and you know rape you know girls and stuff rape girls at at epstein's mansion and you know i mean i've talked all about that before that's not that's not anything that's you know big news so is people have to be able to comfortably have this conversation with their faith leaders, right? I mean, so oftentimes it becomes inappropriate or uncomfortable to talk to people in your lives, the people that are responsible, by the way, for some of the most important things, number one being your faith and your relationship with Jesus. Obviously, everybody needs a spiritual leader in their life. Also, I mean, how about your financial advisor? The person who's going to be responsible for where all your money goes, who holds it, your retirement, what you leave to your kids and future generations. That's why we work so hard is so that we can set up a future for ourselves and for our family. So if you're not able to have a conversation about, look, where do you stand on these shots? Where do you stand on these lockdowns? Who did you vote for, by the way, in 2020? I mean, why should this stuff not be talked about? And why are these faith leaders really pushing this i mean i really want to know i mean other than money and book deals there has to be another reason why i'm going to i'm going to make a statement right now that may be one of those statements where people go what Stu? how can you have a guy like that on your show this guy's crazy okay uh, this happens all the time I, go, I go ahead i interviewed a woman on the thrive time show and i interviewed her and she made so many allegations during the, the show 
Now, I couldn't just run it without fact-checking. And she said, Clay, you don't even have to air it. I'm just going to tell you this. If what I'm saying is correct, Brian Houston from Hillsong will be charged with sex crimes mm-hmm. very soon. And I, this, I, I interviewed her, Stu, during August. So I, I said, okay, fine. Here we go. October 5th, Brian Houston from Hillsong charged with sex crimes, concealing mm-hmm. child abuse, sex crimes. And I'm going. They should call it Hell Song. Hell Song. Because of all the horrible, wicked, perverted things that Hillsong has been associated with over the years. So we've reported on a ton of it. It's just, again, there's so much that comes out, you can't really keep up with everything. What? And she named big people, Stu, during my interview. Big names. And so far, I'm seeing many of the people that she has named are going with the narrative. So we go back to Bill Gates. We go back to Marina Abramovich. I asked this question again. Bill Gates, why did Bill Gates have a spiritual advisor by the name of Marina Abramovich? We covered that. Why, does, why did Bill Gates team up with Jeffrey Epstein? Was it to raise money? No. Jeffrey Epstein was the world's most prolific pedophile. If you look at the timeline, after Jeffrey Epstein was convicted of becoming the world's most prolific pedophile, that's when Bill Gates teamed up with him. Now, Jeffrey Epstein... But again, here's the thing. This guy won't talk about his associations with Trump. I will, okay? Because that's a line they won't cross. I have never heard one person in alternative media get into that. Not not in Christian alternative media. Not They will not do that, or conservative. There is a line with Trump they will not cross. They'll flirt a little bit saying, I don't understand why he hasn't come out against the vaccines, and I don't really, oh, he just got bad advice. He just had some bad, oh, give me a break. Give me a break. This guy has been a pervert from Jump Street for decades. Has been associated with some of the most perverted, wicked people on the planet. Is bought, sold, and paid for by the Rockefellers. It's common knowledge. But, you know, I just wanted to throw that in. He had a, a temple on his island. And was it to pray to Jesus? No, Jeffrey Epstein had a temple on his island to pray to Satan. And why would why was Jeffrey Epstein so obsessed with getting the who's who of the elite to his island? Because it's all about blackmail mm-hmm. and bribes. The inflation and I of do bribery. believe, Steve, at the very top, there are a lot of people. Him and Gazelle were Mossad agents for Israel, and they were guaranteed recording every single thing that was going on at the Epstein mansion, and at, at his his mansion up in New York City, and at the um, the uh, Epstein Island thing. All of that was being recorded, and this is what they do with politicians and that. And that way, whenever they need something, they can go to that person and say, let's say this is Mossad, Israel, and they can say, well, listen, we need you to do this. And if they get out of line at all, or if they say, I'm not going to do it, they say, well, guess what? We got this video of you with this you know, five-year-old boy or girl, you raping them, and we're going to release it to the public. And you better get in the line real quick if you know what's good for you. And you don't want to be stripped of every single thing you've you've got. And that's that's what they do with all the politicians, basically, at, at a higher at the highest levels. In charge who have done some very, very terrible things on and they don't want the world to know about it. So I cannot speculate as to which crimes they did. I can just say Brian Houston, we know what happened with Brian Houston. We're seeing more and more examples of this. and all I'm saying is Rick Warren. How could Rick Warren, a guy who claims to be pro-life, how could he endorse taking RNA-modifying nanotechnology inside your body, endorsing the COVID? How could he, he endorse the World Economic Forum, Klaus Schwab, and the Great Reset, 
knowing that the, that the technology was derived from fetal tissue cell lines and knowing that mm-hmm. Klaus Schwab has said on camera aborted fetal tissue cell lines during an interview with Charlie Rose that the fourth industrial revolution, the Great Reset, is not so much about changing what you do for a living. It's about changing you exactly. if you take the gene editing. And I quote, he said it's about changing you if you take the gene editing during an interview with Charlie Rosen. Changing you into something unredeemable is what I believe where this all ends up. Now, I'm not saying the COVID shot's bigger than God, but it is about changing you into something that is unredeemable. That's the goal of Satan. Now, I'm not saying God can't compensate, but it's sure not something I would mess with. And from the feedback I've been getting over the many months that the kill shot's been available, it has not been good regarding people that have gotten the shot and that were supposedly Christians in massive changes in their behavior in a very negative, uh, satanic way. This is the most, the vast majority of feedback I've gotten. Okay, so... And that's why, Stu, you know, we're doing the Reawaken America tour. This isn't because I want to have a blasty blast. Running now, remember, again, this Reawaken America tour, you're going to, I'm not saying what they're doing, the premise of what they're doing is not good, but just bear in mind that I really see at the end of the day, the Reawaken tour, Alex Jones, Mike Adams, these doctors that are part of it, They most of them all have some very, very, uh, Carrie Madaj have a very, very new age bent to them at the end of the or at bare minimum they're yoking up with other people that have a very very new age bent this great awakening that they're trying granted listen i'm all for a great awakening of truth but i think there's going to be a lot more attached to it when it's all said and done and i just be very very cautious about it regarding that or regarding who you're hitching your wagon to be you know only hitch your wagon to the word of god you know, and, 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 and test everything and, and you know, be, you know, uh, pray for wisdom, pray for discernment, pray for understanding, pray for knowledge, you know, uh, because we're moving in and are in the most deceptive time the world has ever known. Around talking in circles about patriotism, it's because we have to expose election fraud, medical fraud, and religious fraud. The Pope actually organized, ladies and gentlemen, a transhuman meeting of the minds at the Vatican. If you don't believe me, look it up. What is transhumanism, Stu? Part human, part not. Yep. Uh, and taking that... Which is what the kill shots are going to produce. Part human, but it's even more. It's not just part human, part, um, let's say, Nephilim. Let's say that there's Nephilim DNA in the shots, which I do believe there are. There's probably three-stranded DNA, which is what Nephilim DNA is. And that's from... That's what the the um, elitists have said even about themselves that we have a different we have an extra strain of dna in our bloodlines and, and that's the nephilim dna um three stranded dna instead of two stranded dna but then there, you've also got then the nano circuitry you've got the nanotech built into the shots that's going to interface with the 5g the graphene oxide the nanoparticles that are in there that will also make you a cyborg on top of it now, I understand that's all under the scope of transhumanism, but it's not just part human, part Nephilim. It's part human, part Nephilim, part machine. That's the true scope of transhumanism. And that's what we're actually dealing with with the kill shot. God connection away from the human aspect of us. Yes. 
is really, I think, what's behind all of this. I just want to say something because I got to go. If you have a cop that, for example, maybe uses force on the street, even if it's justifiable, but it's yep. a bad look for the department, specifically a white cop and a black suspect, what will they do to that cop? If they can't jam him up, they'll pull him off the street and put him into some sort of a supervisory role. Lieutenant, sergeant, they'll promote him. They'll actually promote him because then they can use an IAD investigation, hold it over his head to get that cop to do exactly what they want, to lead how they want them to lead. In government, yep. elected officials, you mentioned, you know, they have something bad on film. They have something bad that they've written from a book. They have photographs that are damning, right? right. Well, now we hold that over their head. We now run that elected representative. We can get them to lead their constituency mm -hmm. in whatever way we want. Absolutely. And in the same regard, you have leaders in the faith community. You're 100% correct. We can now get them to lead this congregation using these people's connection to God and their spirit Falsely to try Stu, to lead them. Stu, there was a mega there was a mega concert mm -hmm. in Tulsa, Oklahoma, and many of the pro lockdown pastors were all there as recently as ten days ago. And there was a major photo that made its way around the internet of the pro lockdown pastors all at a massive concert, not wearing masks, while they simultaneously are telling their congregations to wear masks and their churches are still closed. Yeah. It's unbelievable the hypocrisies there. I encourage everyone, don't believe what I just said. Go to time to freeamerica.com and click on the button that says renting religious leaders, and you can see for yourself that Facebook has worked deals with mega churches to convince them to stay closed, that George Soros has funded mega churches, oh, yeah. that T.D. Jakes is teaming up with Dr. Fauci to push the vaccines. It's all documented there at <laughs> timetofreeamerica.com. Clay Clark, thank you so much for being here. Appreciate it. And we've talked about that ad infinitum as well. Now, just before I get off, and this is a little unrelated, they're heavily promoting, and I, a lot of the alternative platforms are promoting this Dr. Zelenko's Z-Stack. There's a link here. Now, I have a problem with this product, okay? And here's what I'm going to tell you, why I'm telling you this. And it's not because I want you to all buy from me, okay? It's not my motivation. Like I said, you can get the supplements from me or, or find them online, okay? That's do as the Lord leads you. But, and I'm grateful. I'm grateful for orders and everything. But um, here's what I do not like about this product. I'm, I'm looking at it online, zstacklife.com. I've been meaning to say this for a long time. Um, it's um, the first ingredient is ascorbic acid. And this is GMO ascorbic acid. This is not, if, if it doesn't say non GMO ascorbic acid, and again, if it was just straight ascorbic acid, I wouldn't be advocating it, even if it was non-GMO. Ascorbic acid is not vitamin C. It is a component of the vitamin C molecule. Ascorbic acid um, is basically in virtually all ascorbic acid that is produced right now is derived from GMO corn. Genetically modified corn, which is one of the worst possible crops we grow in America. Okay? And... If it doesn't say it's non-GMO, you can always assume that it's GMO ascorbic acid, garbage ascorbic acid, derived from GMO corn, okay? So you do not want that. It's not something you really want to be putting in your body. Anyway, I've got a whole file on, on that particular uh, version of, and it's not vitamin C, okay? It's it's not. It's, it's the cheapest most garbage form um that you could get and i'm not going to call it vitamin c but there's 800 milligrams in there per two capsules and then there's 5,000 milligrams of d3 this also is not in any kind of food base 
and I like to what I try to do is carry products that are in a food base so that they're absorbed better the way they would occur actually in nature. It's got 30 milligrams of zinc per two capsules. It's zinc sulfate. It's that's a garbage form of zinc, guys. It's not a good form. Okay. And then it's got 500 milligrams of quercetin, the version, who knows, it's probably the cheapest they can get. I can't assume anything else because I'm looking at the ingredients and I'm thoroughly unimpressed. Now, here's almost the bigger problem. Um when you get sick, okay? And the, here's the reason I recommend individual, I don't recommend stacks like this. When you get sick, you're going to if, let's say you're fighting off whatever you know, let's say the, the, the vaccine uh, viral shedding COVID, okay. You're going to need a lot more vitamin C than you're going to need D3. Okay, here's what I'm saying. Vitamin D3 is a fat-soluble vitamin. And granted, there are some studies out there saying if you're totally deficient, you can really take a lot of this in per day. Um, but... I typically don't do much more than five to 10,000 megs a day. And I don't even really do that now. It just doesn't, I don't see a big difference for, with D3 with me. I just don't. It, everybody's different. Everybody needs more different things. But when you combine something like C and D3 and zinc together, zinc is a trace mineral. You can get too much zinc. If you like went gonzo on this product and you were like, really trying to fight something off and this is the only product you had to do it and you start pounding these capsules let's say you're taking 10 a day well you're going to start going over what your body can really absorb with vitamin d3 which is a fat soluble vitamin meaning you can't just take as much of it as you want ad infinitum you can kind of do that with vitamin c because it's water soluble Okay, at the worst thing that's going to happen to you there is you're going to get diarrhea. But fat-soluble vitamins, you got to be careful with. And trace minerals, you got to be careful with because you're dealing with like um, zinc. It's like a metal, okay? You can get too much of it. I generally don't advise going above 200 migs a day on zinc for more than three or four days. And if you were pounding the supplement, and let's say you were doing max doses, you're still not going to get enough vitamin C, most likely, they're pairing it with quercetin. I just like having the individual nutrients because I know, okay, this is this is water-soluble, the vitamin C that I'm taking, okay? The, the D3 is fat-soluble. Got to be a little more careful of it. And you're, it's, it's much easier to be cognizant of what you're putting in your body. What I just told you, you're not going to hear that from the company selling you this product. They're going to act like, you know, take it and, and whatever, It'd be one thing if you were just doing this on like a daily basis and you were taking two to four a day, but if you actually got sick and you had to really load up on some of these things like vitamin C and let's say quercetin, you would want to be able to have individual, to control that individually because you wouldn't want to get a toxic dose of zinc or vitamin D3. That's the point I'm trying to make. That's why I don't like these stacked products, okay? So... Bear that in mind, not only that, from what I'm seeing, the zinc and the vitamin C are a garbage form, and it's not in a food base, and I'm not a fan. And I haven't really seen, I, I, I believe my protocol that I've laid out is the number one best one, period, out there.
And I'm not like in. I, it doesn't matter. Do as the Lord leads you. You want to get it from me? You want to get it from someplace else? That's fine. I'm not I'm not saying that because I'm trying to sell more product. I'm so overwhelmed as it is, you know, with just the ministry. Um, I'm doing unto you as I would have done unto myself. I'm giving you the advice. And, and this is coming from somebody that I've been doing this basically 30 years with the clinical nutritional alternative supplements. About 30. You have to understand this Zelenko guy, I believe, comes comes from a medical background. And medically, they're 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 not trained to look at whole food supplements typically. I mean, they're not trained to look at anything supplementally. And it's like, oh, okay, vitamin C, put that in there. Oh, D3, put that in there. They're not looking at the form. They're not looking if it's in a food base. They're not they're not considering what I just brought up about, you know, vitamin D3 is fat soluble. You gotta be careful with that one. You know, zinc is a metal. And you got it's a trace mineral metal. You gotta be careful with that one. You can get too much. So anyway, uh, let's go here further here. Been meaning to say that for a long time because I think that's super important. Um, okay, COVID, huge protests across Europe and worldwide over new restrictions. This is the number one story in a lot of places right now. Um, tens of thousands of people have been marching in the Belgian capital, Brussels, to pr protest against COVID anti-COVID measures. Some protesters threw fireworks at police officers who intervened with tear gas and water cannons. Um, Demonstrators are mainly opposed to the use of COVID passes, which stops the unvaccinated from entering venues such as restaurants or bars. See, now it's really starting to hurt with a lot of people. It's really starting to affect their life. This thing has finally gotten people's attention in a lot of different places in, in the world. Australia, in Europe, a lot in America, Canada, because they are, they're ratcheting and ratcheting down and seeing how much we'll put up with. This comes after fresh po protests in the Netherlands against new lockdown rules. On Saturday, people hurled fireworks at police and set fire to bicycles. It's kind of hard to light a bike on fire, I guess, unless you light the rubber. Um, in The Hague, one night after protests in Rotterdam turned violent, police fired gunshots. They were, they're actually killing people now. They're actually using live ammunition. You're probably going to see that more and more. Thousands of demonstrators also took to the streets of Austria, Croatia, and Italy as, I mean, Austria is in total lockdown. I mean, you know, it's unbelievable. As anger mounts over new curbs. Uh, then other headlines. Narrative collapse. CDC admits there's no record of an unvaccinated person spreading COVID after recovering. Then Oklahoma bill would hold employers liable for vaccine injuries caused by the mandates. Then CDC forced to admit it doesn't collect data on natural immunity, even though natural immunity should totally preclude you from even needing to get the kill shot. They don't care about that because it's just about ramming this gene editing into our veins, which is changing our DNA and filling us full of nanotech, creating cyborgs eventually essentially because they don't care about natural immunity it was never about that it was never it was it was all about creating super spreaders it was all about sterilizing you it was all about turning you into a stinking cyborg that has their their dna totally modified so you're not fully human anymore it was never about anything having to do with your immune system they could care less they want to kill you so um protests exploded in australia then violent protests against COVID restrictions in Rotterdam, Netherlands. Then corporate media silent as mass protests taking place worldwide in reaction to new lockdown mandates. I mean, it's, yeah, which is, I mean, I'm, gl I, I'm glad to see humanity massively, massively pushing back. It, it definitely is an answer to prayer. Uh, then this report, this is where it ends up 
unless this insanity is stopped. Vaccine passports transform society into a dystopian nightmare. Forcing unvaxxed to live like fugitives. Vaccine passports turn every society into a dystopian nightmare. nightmare. Um, unable to buy groceries, fuel, uh, medicine, and even clothing due to, due to being banned from almost every retail establishment. They're also banned from banks, libraries, universities, denied access to financial services and higher education. A shocking eyewitness account of life, life in Lithuania under COVID passport rules has now surfaced thanks to the courageous individual reporting here. And here's the full report to that. But let's give you a synopsis of what it says. Um, so this is what life is like in Lithuania if you don't aren't if you aren't fully up to date on all your vaccines and have your COVID passport. Banishment, increasing punishment, even harder to get food, medicine, and car fuel. Segregation, undercover police raids, hate, hate against the unvaccinated, media censorship and intimidation. Here's the authoritarian future inevitably facing all countries which impose a COVID pass regime. Banishment. Lithuania is uh, Europe's strictest COVID pass regime. It's week eight. There's no end plan and it's getting stricter. With no pass, my wife and I can only enter small shops which which mainly sell food, pharma optics, and farm farm and pet food goods. We're banned everywhere else though. Without a pass, we are banned by law from every clothes store. Fashion, sports, kids, punk, wedding dresses, all clothing stores ban us. Even secondhand stores must enforce the banishment. No one may buy or sell without the pass. Doesn't mean it's the mark of the beast, but we're moving in that direction. This is not ubiquitous over the whole planet. Okay, it's not a, right, a mark in your right hand or forehead. The Antichrist and false prophet have not arisen yet. We're not in the tribulation yet. These are all prerequisites for us to have the mark of the beast. We also have to have a totally cashless society in order to implement the mark of the beast, which we do not have yet. I've, I've covered this in previous studies, why the COVID-19 vaccine is not the mark of the beast. We're moving in that direction for sure, but it's not the mark of the beast, not yet. Um, then increasing punishment. Until mid-October, the law allowed us to buy food and medicine in small shops. Bureaucrats decided that this was too lax. Two weeks ago, they imposed a new restriction on small shops. Either limit capacity to one shopper per 30 square meters, oh my word, or ban people without a pass. The result, in many areas, there's no longer anywhere to buy food without a pass. Now, I said that's ultimately where the rubber will really start to meet the road and really get people's attention when you can't buy food or gas without the kill shot pass. Supermarkets already banned us since September. Now small shops also ban us. So how are, how are we going to buy food? Online, outdoor markets, or travel to one of the dwindling number of shops which don't yet ban us? Yeah, and it goes on and on and on. I just gave you the highlights, though. So this is already going on in, in other parts of the world. Um, draconian COVID headlines. Army to begin forcing out soldiers who refused the job. We escaped death, hospitals, and COVID to bring my wife and baby home. Powerful testimony how God did it. Uh, these are just different headlines. It begins, FBI raids house, terrorizes family of mom who protested at local school board elections. Now they're, you're getting FBI raided if you, if you protest at local school board elections. Then pure evil, COVID vaccines for black Christians. There's a whole website, blackbelievers.com vaccines for black christians oh wow 
Then lockdown for the unvaxxed in Austria. If you want to know more about that, because Austria is about as just about as bad as it's getting anywhere. Then criminal drug cartel. FDA refuses to release the Pfizer COVID COVID jab data until the year 2076. When everybody will be good and dead. I don't believe we have anywhere near that amount of time before the Lord returns. Whether you're pre-trip, post-trip, mid-trip, whatever. I don't think we've got that kind of time. Anyway. Um, then, Dr. Fauci ran grotesque AIDS vaccine experiments on minority children in the 1990s among the Beagle experiments and all the other, the monkey things he did to, to monkeys and all the other wicked things this devil has been doing for decades, this Luciferian scum, Anthony Fauci, has been doing. But he ran grotesque AIDS vaccine experiments as well on minority children in the 90s, causing organ failure, deformities, and brain damage. And yet we're supposed to obey this devil like he's God or something. I don't think so. Listener, my listener from Tonga, Jonathan, who I've been reporting on intermittently, he's been telling us about the ever-increasing COVID um, insane lockdown measures they're implementing on the in the South Pacific um, islands of Tonga. So he emailed me again and he said, do you know, Scott, why I'm here in Tonga in the first place? Now, I'm, I'm reading this because a lot of people might be struggling with this right now. A lot of people might have thought about this. I know I did. I know I thought about moving to like Costa Rica or wherever. I have a missionary in, in Costa Rica. In fact, the one I mentioned earlier, Les Serbi. And they didn't move down there because they were trying to flee America. They moved down there because God called them. But it's it's really bad there. I mean, it's it's not it's worse there than it is here. I mean, as far as America goes. Uh, I mean, now granted, maybe if you're in New York City, I, I don't know, but it's not good. And he says, do you know why I'm here in Tonga in the first place? I saw this coming over 10 years ago and I tried to run away from it. Meaning the coming one world system, most likely how it was, how it's playing out now. He, he was trying to get away from, you know, big brother. God told me, but God told me in a very loving way, quote, Jonathan, it doesn't matter whether you go here or there, left or right. You are always in the palm of my hands. That's right. Bible does say that. It says no one can snatch you out of God's hands if you're a child of God. So I'm saying this as an encouragement and for us to stand firm. And listen, if there's not any total like gigantic open door for you and you don't have massive convictions and the, the means to do some big move, then don't try to force a round peg through a square hole. I've made decisions before out of fear. And they were always, some, some were more disastrous than others. But the fear of man bringeth a snare. And the fear of man is just like fear of a situation. Fear of, oh my word, what's going to happen? And all this other stuff. But you need to have clear leading of God if, if you're going to make any big moves. Um... He goes on to say, I didn't see exactly the scenario like you, hence the, the, the tour I did on the avian flu back in 2006. But I knew through manufactured plagues, food shortages, and war was the globalist playbook. And I thought, okay, I'm going to go to this tiny dot basically in the South Pacific in Tonga, in the middle of the ocean, in the middle of literally nowhere, Timbuktu on steroids. Surely I will be safe there. Then bam, 10 years later, it's Satan's experimental ground zero. 
Now, again, if you've heard my previous studies where I've read Jonathan's things, you, you, it's way worse. I mean, it's, it's, it's absolutely 100% the equivalent of Australia in the worst parts of Australia. Total lockdown. I mean, total like, and the church is all going along with it. It did absolutely 100% lockstep with it. I mean, it's worse because at least in Australia, you've got massive, massive protests going on. The islanders on the on the island of Tonga, who, who most of them claim to be Christians, are not doing that. They're probably being told by their pastors to just go along to get along, do whatever the government says according to Romans 13, and therefore it's worse than Australia. Because when you get compliance with Satan's edicts, then it really turns hellish. So, he said, bam, 10 years later, now it's Satan's experimental ground zero. Ah, the irony of it all. Again, I believe a, a faith issue for me. I wanted to escape the horrors of war, the horrors of the globalist plans. It all boils down to fear and lack of trust. Now, listen, I'm not judging him at all. Because like I said, I made really bad decisions out of fear as well. And I, I had thought about relocation as well. But I, I mean, the reality is, is for most people, the amount of money that you would need to become a citizen in another country is usually cost prohibitive for most people. And not just the amount of money you need to become a citizen, but then all of the other things, like how are you going to make a living? I mean, I, I guess if you were sitting on a million dollars in cash or something, you could pretty much do whatever you wanted. Maybe more, I don't know. It depends where you want to go. Um, but most of us aren't in that position. And... For me, if I'm not even remotely in a position to do something, I'm not going to uh, wring my hands about how I can't do it. I'm just, just have the faith to believe God can protect you. The safest place for you is in the center of God's will. Okay? That's where you want to be. So, um, going further, it says, even though I have had three major, major, what I call epiphany experiences with God, where even one of them God told me in a very loving way, quote, Jonathan, it doesn't matter whether you go here or there, right or left, you are always in the palm of my hands. Okay. So, um, praise God. Very, very, very true. Okay. If you're a child of God, that is, that is true. Um, now the context of this last thing, that last quote I just said that he, he got from the Lord was back in 2001 where I was dealing with a major staph infection but refused to take any antibiotics. Um, one Cipro tablet was enough. Cipro is a really, really strong, horrible antibiotic. Uh, one Cipro tablet was enough or getting treated by the hospitals. I decided to go to the alternative clinic in Mexico as I was leaving my wife and my home with my three with the three boys. He was leaving his, his home, his wife, and his three boys. In the shuttle van, I started to cry as if I wasn't sure if I would see my family again. The shuttle driver asked me why I was crying. I told him a few minutes later. He handed me the three. He handed me three hundred dollars. I said, "Why are you doing this?" He said, "Although this is my business, it really belongs to God, and He told me to give this to you." Meaning, God told him to give him three hundred dollars. I had been sick for over six months. I was not able to work, and we were broke. Man, I wish I, I wish I would have known him back then. I would have sent him some silver. Um, of course, I didn't. I don't think I knew about the Invive back in two thousand and one. That was right around the time I uh, probably learned about it. Well, maybe it was around two thousand two, two thousand three. I don't know. Anyway, 
um, he said, um, so he had been sick for over six months with a staph infection, wasn't able to work, he was broke. So the driver gave him $300. He says, well, an hour later, I'm at the airport checking in for a flight, and the woman servicing me at the counter said, oh, it seems like your flight is canceled. Suddenly, I was flooded with fear and indecision as I was at the hospital earlier that day to get my blood work results to take with me, and they didn't want me to leave. They said, you are seriously dealing with a major infection, osteomyelitis. Yeah, that stuff can kill you. Osteomyelitis is nothing you mess around with. Osteomyelitis for sure, and you are going to die if you don't get this treated now. It's, honestly, that's typically what could happen with that. All these thoughts suddenly racing through my head. Am I making a mistake? Should I really go back to the hospital where they are going to put me on that Cipro, which kills your liver, and then surgery maybe? Or maybe I should go to this Ojai, the juice fasting clinic, uh, and... Then the counter, the counter woman said, oh, sorry, I was looking at, you, at the wrong flight. Your flight is on schedule. Meanwhile, my heart was pounding. I left the counter, and I didn't get more than 30 feet from the counter. And the woman's security guard came up to me and put her arms around my shoulder and said, you're going to be okay, and we will see you when you get back. Then she walked away from me, like totally oblivious to what she'd even said to me. Then God spoke to me and said those beautiful words, Jonathan, it doesn't matter whether you go here or there, right or left. You are always in the palm of my hands. Now, again, I read this because I want this to be an encouragement to people because we're, we're going into like seemingly the most overwhelmingly overwhelming time we've ever moved into worldwide and Christians included. And I just thought that this was really uh, kind of an awesome, encouraging word. Um, then it goes on to say, that's when I broke down into tears, tears of joy, because I knew and I believed at that time that it was the absolute truth, meaning he was always in the palm of God's hand. Uh, then he says, do you know, Scott, I can literally pr prove from that point I was healed. Meaning, see, the thing is, is he believed what God spoke to him. Jonathan, it doesn't matter whether you go here, there, right or left, you're always in the palm of my hand. That's when he got his healing because he believed that. And see, that's faith. And faith is um, the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. Hebrews 11.1. 1. Without faith, it is impossible to please God. Faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So that makes sense. He was healed from that point forward. He started to be healed. He says, as I had my blood work done 24 hours before, when he was deathly ill with a staph infection. And as soon as I arrived in the Mexican clinic, the same blood work was done and all my levels were down by half. Because God is the great physician. The clinic doctor kept asking me, are you sure these results are your blood work from just 24 hours ago? Because it didn't seem possible. The stakes are higher now, but they're the same issues, faith and trust. Thank you, Scott, for all you do. Anyway, so yeah. Okay, a little encouragement there. Uh, meanwhile, regarding the COVID vaccinated, this is just a tiny portion of the vax injury headlines. Now, this is not even remotely accurate, but remember, only 1% on average of vaccine injuries are ever reported to VAERS, the Vaccine Adverse Event Reporting System in America. Mass murder, USA, 17,000 plus dead 
reported after getting the kill shot. Now, you can add a couple zeros onto that, most likely at least probably a 1.7 million people are dead from the kill shot. They're covering it up in many different ways, but um, we've reported on that. Then the next report, Denver officer says he lost his ability to walk after being after taking the COVID vaccine. Governor Gavin Newsom had major adverse reaction to the Moderna booster shot. Then Jake Kazmarek, 28-year-old bodybuilder, says getting the vaccine does not make him a sheep. Then he's dead four days later after the Moderna messenger RNA gene therapy. Then in Queensland, Australia, keep getting so many vaccine injury reports that the Queensland Health has announced it cannot keep up. Then U.S. Army Brigade, Brigade Surgeon says, quote, in one morning I had to ground three out of three pilots due to vaccine injuries at panel discussion hosted by U.S. Senator Ron Johnson. These are all different links you can click on. Then vaccine injured speak out. They feel abandoned by the government who told them the vaccine shot was safe. Next report, only, only 81 to 92% miscarriage if you get the COVID vaccine. It's no biggie. Just, it only has an 81 to 92% miscarriage rate. So, no big deal, you know. Um, then, worldwide surge of sports uh, athletes suffering sudden death and health issues. They're dropping dead on the basketball courts, on the soccer fields, on the tennis courts. All kind of first-hand footage of it. Okay. Uh, then COVID jab 19, they knew the children would die. Uh, next report, cardiologist tells non-vaxxed, I won't cry at your funeral. He's dead two weeks after his third COVID jab. The same guy that said, I won't cry at your funeral. Then big mouth vaccine advocate dead after second COVID jab. Uh, hospitals in Antwerp, Belgium, which are 75.6% vaxxed, are now reporting 100% of their COVID cases are double vaxxed. Yeah, because they're the only ones that are going to be, well, no, I mean, they, they can they can shed their vaccine spike proteins to the unvaxxed, but they're the main ones that are going to be in the hospitals, though. Then FDA issues black box warning to the COVID jab, serious, serious heart issues explode in number. Um, then after 300 million injections and as demand wanes, the FDA finally issues the warning on the messenger RNA COVID-19 shots for heart failure. Uh, next one, worst side effect ever, heart inflammation happening all over the world due to blood clotting caused by the COVID vaccine, COVID-19 vaccines. Uh, next one, Dr. Charlie Hoff says messenger RNA vaccines will kill most people through heart failure and 62% of our already have microscopic blood clots. We've reported on that over and over. Um, another one, Denham Hitchcock, Australian journalist hospitalized with pericarditis 25 days after the Pfizer uh, kill shot insinuates AstraZeneca is safer. <laughs> yeah. Then Franklin Graham, okay, pastor of um, you know he's the Samaritan's Purse, Billy Graham's son, who who Voodoo Donuts fame. Just key and pastor or Franklin Graham. You'll see I've done many reports exposing that devil pastor who pushed the COVID nineteen vaccine develops pericarditis, undergoes heart surgery. Way to go, Franklin. Way he was the same one that said I think that if if the pastors aren't preaching to tell to take the kill shot they're going to incur god's judgment uh-huh he also said in an abc interview quote i think if there were vaccines available at the time of christ jesus would have made reference to them and used them oh he would have made reference to them but he would have said avoid them like the plague he wouldn't have used them okay jesus is going around healing everybody i'm sure he's going to need a vaccine i'm sure yeah that makes a lot of sense you devil um he's a he's another luciferian 
Satanist closet. Uh, 100 plus Ontario youth sent to hospital for vaccine related heart problems. Then heart inflammation in teens explodes across the U.S. after the FDA improves the kill shots. Uh, then watch NCAA golfer has severe adverse heart conditions due to COVID vaccine speaks out against the vaccine mandates. Then 397 children diagnosed with heart inflammation after receiving the Pfizer COVID kill shot. Uh, next one. 12 to 17 year old side effects of vaccines, heart failure, heart attack symptoms with damage, myocarditis, pulmonary embolism, brain bleeds, death. Next one, 18 Connecticut teens hospitalized for heart problems after COVID vaccines. Then young man suffers heart attack after getting injected with Pfizer vaccine. Then rapper DMX received COVID jab before suffering fatal heart attack. Next one, over 60 times increase in pro sport adverse events since the kill shots rolled out. Next one, confirmed that the CV vaccine vax is 220 times more deadly than the flu vax. That's only 22,000%, guys. 22,000% more deadly than the flu vax, which is bad enough. Next one, as report of injuries after COVID vaccines nears the 1 million mark, now I believe it's way more than this, the CDC and FDA cleared the Pfizer Moderna boosters for all adults. Last one, vaccinated doctors are dying and unvaxxed doctors are quitting or being fired. So, you know, comply or get fired, basically, is what they're trying to do to everybody. Uh, next one, the vaccine are dropping dead in plain view as Fauci and the media admit total failure while demanding more booster shots for the gullible. And Fauci says Americans may need the COVID booster shots every six months. It's now official. Fauci has admitted that the vaccines aren't working and that the vaccinated people of every age are getting sick and dying. He's admitting this, okay? His exact quote from the New York Times podcast on November 12th, as reported by Yahoo News, and there's a link to that report right here in the PDF for this date, is, this is Anthony Fauci, quote, they are seeing a waning of immunity, meaning the vaxxed, okay? They are seeing a waning of immunity not only against infection, but against hospitalization. <laughs> Isn't that why they took it? So that they could see a waning of immunity, meaning their immunity is getting you know, worse against infection and against hospitalization, and to some extent death, meaning they're dying too. Oh, it's more than some extent, devil. Which is starting to now involve all age groups. It's not just the elderly. All by design and on... Um, on course, according to Satan. Then he goes on to say, quote, it's waning to the point that you're seeing more and more people getting breakthrough infections, meaning the vaxxed, getting, you know, the, the, the COVID or whatever, because, well, why wouldn't they? You're injecting this, this kill shot into them. They're designed, it's designed, you know, to replicate spike proteins in the body. It's designed to turn you into a super spreader. Why wouldn't you be getting breakthrough infections? It's what it's supposed to do. And more and more of those people who are getting breakthrough infections are winding up in the hospital. <laughs> yeah, and dying all by design on purpose. Put them on the old remdesivir, all the other drug cocktails, and then when you can get them on the ventilator, then you can kick them off into eternity. 
That's what they're doing. This is after months of claiming vaccines had a 95% effectiveness and that they were so safe and effective, everyone should be jabbed multiple times. But suddenly that false narrative has, has collapsed, along with the growing list of soccer players and young sports professionals who are literally dying on the sports fields and the courts across the globe. So what's Fauci's answer to all this? More booster shots. He says as if a third injection will magically make the vaccine uh, work when the first two injections have already proven disastrous. And that's the definition of insanity, doing something, the same thing over and over and expecting a different result. Well, they know what they're doing. It's not insane. It's it's satanically, you know, on their end, I guess they would think that they're satanically brilliant. Um, I don't think it's going to bear that out, though, in, in hellfire and the lake of fire. They're going to see that, you know, maybe I shouldn't have been on Team Satan. Because, boy, this white-hot flame really, really hurts really bad. <laughs> it's, you know. Uh, anyway, um, for the record, the booster shot is just another full dose of the exact same poison that's loaded into the first vaccines. They just want to get more and more and more of it into you. I think, I think this is Fauci again, yeah. He says, quote, I think that the boosting is going to be an absolute essential, meaning taking your... COVID kill shot booster shots is going to be an absolutely essential component of our response. Not a bonus, not a luxury, but an absolute essential part of the program. Of course, it's an essential part of the program to kill you, to sterilize you, to maim you, to turn you into a super spreader. And if you survive all that, to turn you into a stinking cyborgian, full, um, nanotech filled, nephilim-like creature where you're not fully human anymore because you've taken the gene editing as klaus schwab would say and now you're not fully human anymore because it changes you that's the ultimate bonus as he's talking he likes to talk about bonuses fauci said this during a podcast doubling down on the failed vaccine that's killing people oh that god would rain down his fury on these wicked devils Mm. biblically i mean biblically that all men would see and fear and declare the work of god that they would wisely consider of god's doing and the righteous would be glad in the lord and trust in the lord and all the upright in heart would glory according to psalm 64 oh what a glorious thing that would be to behold anyway um then we go to this breaking anthony fauci suggests americans will need boosters every six months we'll do it this just just broke today so he's saying that we're going to need boosters every six months now and he says we'll do it quote now, i couldn't get the this to load but probably because so many people were clicking on it this uh because it just broke anyway of course anyone gullible enough to go along with a third shot after being told the first two shots no longer work will probably also go along with the fourth shot once they're told the third shot has stopped working at this point no rational person should believe any claims that whatsoever about the vaccines working and anyone who continues to believe these vaccines are offering them protection from a pandemic is obviously brain damaged to the point of operating under a mind control spell of some kind. It's rather obvious that Fauci wants people to keep taking bioweapon injections until they all die. That's the whole point. Mass, global, premeditated, satanic genocide, as I've been saying. So humanity rise up or bow down. And thank God humanity is rising up in all parts of the planet i mean not maybe not every country but a lot of them they are thank god uh let's see next report 
Dr. Fauci uh, says babies and toddlers could be eligible for the COVID vaccine by spring of 2022. Uh, Fauci said this week, babies and toddlers ages six months to five years could be eligible for the COVID vaccines uh, by spring of 22, hopefully within a reasonably short period of time, likely from the beginning of next year in 2022 to the first quarter of 2022, it will be available to, to them, says sa- sa- uh, Satanist Fauci told The Insider. Pfizer is currently testing the COVID vaccine on babies and toddlers. Um, uh, according to the ABC Tampa, Pfizer is expected to apply for the FDA approval for their COVID vaccine for babies and toddlers this month. Um, the CDC recently approved the COVID vaccines for children 5 through 11, even though kids at this age are at virtually zero risk of dying from the um, coronavirus. Candace Owens said, fired a, sh- a warning shot saying, just wait till they come for your infants with the mandates. Well, that's already obviously they're going to do that so again just how much will humanity put up with here and um so that's what's in the works here now then we have this report david martin arming the public with important information about the pre-planned scam demic this is some really insightful stuff here okay now i believe it's the same guy that we just heard on the other interview that Stu peters was interviewing and he's introducing this dr david martin and again, I don't know everything about David Martin, his theology, and all this other stuff. I'm just telling you what he's going over here is really some rock-solid, awesome stuff here. So this is at one of these freedom um, rallies, which, I mean, are great. But just remember, this is one of the ways that they're infecting the speakers is they've got plants going in there spreading, I believe, bioweapons. This is what got Steve Quayle, most likely Russ Dizdar, Sherry Tinpenny. A lot of the people were affected by it. So... Um, bear that in mind and i'm not saying if you feel led of the lord to go i'm not saying don't go i'm just wanting you to have a heads up um regarding that and just be like i said just be super careful who you hit hit your wagon to you know and i like i said don't i want to hit you to any man i'd hit you to the word of god and <laughs> that's it okay the lord jesus christ all right our next speaker uh is going to tell you a lot of things they're going to blow your mind and i encourage you to get out a pen and a pad and prepare to take some notes copious amounts of notes if there was one particular speaker that i would say film every word this person says i would say our next presenter is is one of those speakers so ladies and gentlemen our next speaker is a corporate advisor entrepreneur financier storyteller professor and inventor ladies and gentlemen please stand to your feet and greet dr david martin one more time folks let's hear for david martin Thanks, brother. I think he needs to pump the brakes just a hair on the that introduction, the, the whole da-da-da-da thing. I, sorry, anyway, it's a little much. Good afternoon. I, I, I always love when I'm introduced as, as a guy who you need to take notes with because these are about rallies, these are about excitement. And the last time I, I was at a rally or anything exciting, we... We had balloons and we had popcorn and not notepads and pens. But I have to tell you that Clay is right. If you're going to take notes, make sure that you take notes. But the most important notes to take, I'm warning you, are in the first three slides. So if you get lazy, don't try to pace yourself. Make sure you get everything in the first three slides. And the best thing about that is if you really need the slides, I'll make sure that everybody has a copy of this because I'll let the conference uh, share them around. So here we go. 
I cannot be on stage anywhere without asking you first and foremost, do not participate in the propaganda of this conspiracy. Number one, there is no SARS coronavirus 2. There is a bioweapon that in 1999 was paid for by Anthony Fauci. 1999. This is how far this whole wickedness goes back to. And guess who was the author? Fauci. And that's why he's the main one at the helm now, because he was the author of it from the beginning. Was patented at the University of North Carolina Chapel Hill in 2002. It was the recombinant coronavirus, which had the following protocol that was actually a bioweapon created by NIAID for this very moment. And that bioweapon was an infectious replication defective, their words, not mine, infectious replication defective clone of coronavirus. 1999, people, this bioweapon was engineered to destroy humanity. And if we started talking about a bioweapon and not a vaccine or a virus, we'd get a lot of progress. Number two, there is no COVID-19. There is influenza-like illness. And that influenza-like illness has been around for a long time and will be around for a long time. When the World Health Organization invented the notion COVID-19, it is the first disease in human history to have no clinical diagnostics. None. It's diagnosed by committee and symptom because we had to make up the term asymptomatic carrier, which does not exist. You are healthy. That's what you are because you're human. That's it. You are not an asymptomatic carrier of anything other than their nonsense. Stop using their language. And fourth and most importantly, there is no vaccine. There is a bioweapon that is being injected, which was engineered. And I want you to read this on the screen behind me because this is from 2015. Peter Daszak, the very man who is the Wuhan money launderer in chief for Anthony Fauci, the very man who violated the United States law by outsourcing gain-of-function research, except for UNC Chapel Hill, which kept it going legally because they got an exemption from Anthony Fauci. Okay, let me see if I can read this for you. Um, I won't expand. Um, until... Okay, the mandatory injection was planned in 2015 by the COVID-RICO conspirators. Um, RICO is like racketeering uh, thing, like the courts. Until an infectious disease crisis is very real, present, and at a emergency threshold. Um, man. To a it moratorium. Is, it is often largely ignored. To sustain the funding base beyond the crisis, we need to increase public understanding of the... I've got a... Of the need for M... CMs such as a pan-influenza or pan-coronavirus vaccine. A key driver is the media, and the, and the economics will have to follow the hype. We need to use that hype to our advantage to get the real issues, to get to the real issues. Investors will respond if they see profit at the end of the process. 
Peter Daszak stated. This is a direct quote from him. It's always been about profit motive. It's always been about killing us. It's always been about changing our DNA, defiling us, filling us full of nanotech, bringing us into the Great Reset. You know, it's always had all these wicked evil agendas going all the way back to 1999. Did you hear what I just said? An exemption to a moratorium. Doesn't feel like a moratorium if there's the, oh, by the way, we told you not to do it. Keep doing it. In 2015, this quote was made by Peter Daszak at the National Academy of Sciences. Until an infectious disease crisis is very real, present, and at the emergency threshold, it is often largely ignored. To sustain public funding. Do you hear him say to sustain public health? Yeah. No. To sustain public funding beyond the crisis, he said we need to increase the public understanding for the need for medical countermeasures such as a pan-influenza or pan-coronavirus vaccine. Did you read what's on this screen? 2015, the conspiracy of domestic terror was publicly declared. And you guys think this started in December of 2019 when a bat and a pangolin walked into a bar in Wuhan and hung out and went on a bender? You're supposed to believe that story, except for the conspiracy was published. These are their own words. And by the way, before you actually think that I'm making this up, let's read the next sentence, shall we? A key driver is the media and the economics will follow the hype. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. The economics, I thought we were talking about public health. The economics will follow the hype. We need to use that hype to our advantage to get to the real issues. Investors will respond if they see profit at the end of the process. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the admission of five felonies in the United States. Five. I'm going to unpack them for you, so stay with me. This is the admission of five felonies in the United States and not a single governor, not a single Department of Justice member, not a single U.S. attorney, not a single attorney general, not a single elected official in this country will actually allow this quote to go into the public record. So guess what? It's on you to do it. This is the quote that you need to send to every single elected representative, every single appointed representative, every school board. This is an admission of a felony criminal conspiracy to kill and maim Americans. And you know what you guys did in 2016 when this got published? Anybody? Nothing. Yeah, but we didn't know. Okay, so I want to be too hard on people. I mean, did he know that quote was made in, at that time? I mean, I doubt it. You know, it's it's hard to know everything. That's when the criminal conspiracy was made public. And this is one that's going to be very awkward. They have to warn you about what they're going to do before they do it to you. Luciferian Kabbalistic principle. For many of you to embrace, but I don't care. Sometimes we have to embrace a hard truth. On September the 18th, 2019, anybody following the numbers here? 2019, September 18th, 2019. Before the actual scamdemic was announced in Wuhan, China. This is before that. This is, uh, I don't know, two, three months 
before that happened, okay? The World Health Organization in their Global Preparedness Monitoring Board gathering got together and said that we need to create a global simulation of the release of a respiratory pathogen, which was going to go from September of 2019 to September of 2020, a global campaign. The day after that document was published, President Donald Trump signed this executive order, and I want you to read what's in this executive order. This vaccine platform technologies include DNA, mRNA, virus-like S particles, vector-based, and self-assembling nanoparticle vaccines. Exactly. The day after the Chinese NIAID and the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation in criminal conspiracy, in interlocking directorates, in racketeering declared that they were going to declare war on the world, Donald Trump signed an executive order actually mandating that the toxin be released on the public. Now, he again, he's in, he's in on it the whole time. The whole time. And I don't want to hear about, oh, he didn't know what he was signing or what. I don't want to hear it. He's done everything to bring in the 5G. He did everything to bring in Operation Warp Speed. He still takes credit to this day for the kill shot, unabashedly, no apologies. And then we have this. And there's been a lot of other things I've reported on regarding Trump. Right there it is in his own executive order. Now, listen to what I have to say. Did he premeditate? Absolutely he did. Now he's going to say he didn't. How can you judge? How can you say that about Trump? Because you don't know. You don't know what's in his devil heart. I've given you enough stuff over the last three years regarding Trump, regarding the hundred, over 200 pages of documentation I've reported on that deviant, slimy devil, that there should be nothing that we would, that, that would shock us about what that devil would do to humanity or to make a buck or to stay in line with lucifer so i don't care what he says about that part regarding trump but you know again it's the, it's the line that nobody seems to want to cross they'll always say oh he didn't pre oh he had bad counsel all that. and no no fully aware of what he's done 100 percent. i think i've given enough information about that over the last three years to conclusively prove that devil is in full lockstep with satan win the campaign for the hearts and minds and livelihood and soul of this country we must commit ourselves to absolute integrity yes no exceptions and he didn't Zero do that exceptions now this is the slide that clay warned you about the good news is if you download the Fauci dossier, which you can download online, you can actually see a lot of this, but this is the one to take the pictures of. This is the one you do not want to let go because on the left-hand side are felonies punishable by 99 years in prison and up to $100 million. So it's, it's the slide, and you can see it here, the COVID treasonous acts. There's criminal, there, I'm sorry, criminal and civil treasonous acts. There is one, two, three, four, five, six criminal treasonous acts, and there is one, two, three, four civil. 
and they're all listed out with a whole 18 USC code with, you know, the whole things are listed out and what they are. Per incidence, fine. Anybody think that Anthony Fauci should be 99 years in prison and a hundred million dollars fine for every violation he's committed? I think so too, but let's go through them. 18 U.S. Code, Section 2339C, Funding and Conspiring Acts of Terror. Ladies and gentlemen, since he took his position as the highest paid federal employee in our country, yeah. Anthony Fauci has had $191 billion that have passed through his fingers. $191 billion of your money has gone through his fingers to build and finance terror. 18 U.S. Code, Section 2339C, Funding and Conspiring to Commit Acts of Terror, Dead to Rights, he's done it. 18 U.S. Code, Section 2331 and following, Acts of Domestic Terrorism, resulting in the death of American citizens. Ladies and gentlemen, Section 802 of the Patriot Act makes it abundantly clear that you cannot legally compel a population to do anything out of fear or coercion. Anything. That includes losing your job. That includes not going to school. That includes not going to your churches. That includes not being the leadership of churches that is blackmailed into saying that it's okay to take a bioweapon because God said it was okay. Exactly. And they, there we go again with the churches. He's indicting the, the 501c3 corporate whore churches, which I think is great. And what would Jesus do? You cannot do that. Conspiring to commit acts of terror includes people who allegedly claim ignorance. You know what you cannot claim in a felony criminal case? I didn't know what I was doing. You know what? You did know what you were doing. And you are liable for what you did. And so is Trump. 18 U.S. Code Section 1001, lying to Congress. Hey, people, if you do one thing out of this meeting, please do the following. Do not donate another dollar to Rand Paul. And I'm telling you why. Rand Paul has on three occasions had the criminal evidence against Fauci mm -hmm. in his possession. I know because we had it delivered to him. Mm -hmm. That's how I know he has it. And three times he has actually cross-examined Anthony Fauci. He has actually gotten Anthony Fauci to lie to Congress and not one time has Rand Paul delivered a knockout blow mm -mm. by presenting the felony evidence and getting the Capitol Police and the FBI to cuff... Rand Paul and his ilk are there to give you the facade that there are good guys on the inside that are really trying to really fight against evil. I saw Ron Paul, his dad, do the same thing. I've warned about Rand Paul. There's been some really, really egregious stuff he's done. And he, I'm telling you, nobody at that level uh, that I've seen is probably really fighting for you i mean maybe there's some exceptions but typically to get into that level they've got you blackmailed 10 different ways to sunday and you know but they want to also put on the facade that they're still which gives people uh they're, they're still smoking the hopium and this whole thing about the q movement and trump and coming back and he's going to save the day and he's mass arrest it's it's all along those kind of lines as well fauci and walk him out of the congress Guess what? Rand Paul is using his faux fight with Fauci as a way to raise money for his campaign. Exactly. That's monetizing an act of terror. That's not yeah. being... I get all these ads 
you know, because you get on one email list and then, you know, they sell your whatever, these politicians. And yeah, they sound great. But you know what it always is? All, all, they, all they ever do is beg for money. It's all they ever see. I mean, you know, you try to watch any of Jones. It's just constantly begging for money. Oh, they got us in all these lawsuits. And like I've, I've told my listeners a long time ago, I'm like, if I ever had to got in a position where I had to resort to begging for money, like, like so, which, which is so much of the norm of most alternative broadcasts, including most ministries, I will shut her down. Because I know that God has something, I'm, I need to be doing something different. God's not going to have me going up online constantly in this fear porn mode begging for money from my listeners. I will not ever do it. But these politicians, you know, it's always about, oh, will you help me do this and will you help me? And it's like, man, I, I'm not saying they don't need money to fund their campaigns. I'm not saying that they're all wicked or anything. I'm not. I'm not at all. But when that's all you ever hear from a given politician is money, 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 money. I'm I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> See you later. Patriot. And if you want to get really clear on this, send the Rand Paul campaign a little note saying, happy to donate when you deliver the knockout blow. Yeah. Which will never come from him. <clears throat> little side note. On 18 U.S. Code Section 1001, and this is an important one. In October of 2020, while we were all talking about masks or social distancing or whether or not a vaccine would ever be developed and all that kind of nonsense, while we were being distracted, the Department of Health and Human Services was required by Congress to send a report to Congress in which NIH was supposed to disclose all of their financial interest in COVID-19 patents. For those of you who are listening, there are over 4,000, listen, over 4,000 patents derived from U.S. government-funded research. And under the Bayh-Dole Act, those patents have marching rights for the United States government and financial interests to the agencies that gave the grants. Got it? In October of 2020, when that report was delivered to Congress, Francis Collins and Anthony Fauci lied to Congress in a written report, failing to disclose not some failing to disclose 100% of their financial interest in COVID-19. <sighs> they lied to Congress, and you know what? No one did. Nobody held them accountable. Guess what you can do? You can actually encourage every one of your elected and appointed representatives, you can encourage everyone that you know to either act or keep harassing them until they do act. Because this information is your responsibility now, because now you know it. You cannot plead ignorance either. 18 U.S. Code, sorry, 15 U.S. Code Section 1 through 3, which is conspiring to commit a criminal activity. This is where it gets a little deep, but stay with me. 125 years ago, we were worried about names like Rockefeller and Carnegie and all these other names. We were worried about them because it turns out that 70 people, 7-0, 70 people ran over 80% of the businesses in America. We said that wasn't okay. And we developed two very important laws, the Sherman Act and the Clayton Act, antitrust laws. We used those laws, by the way, to go after organized crime in the 1920s. 
along with the internal revenue laws that we also used to go after organized crime. But 15 U.S. Code Section 1 through 3, the conspiring to, co uh, to, to commit a criminal commercial activity is something that since 1999, Anthony Fauci, Ralph Barrick, and Peter Daszak have all been engaged in this. They can be arrested tomorrow if any single member of law enforcement actually is paying attention to their sworn oath and their duty to uphold the Constitution. 15 U.S. Code Section 8, market manipulation and allocation. Does anybody remember in April of 2020 when Anthony Fauci sat in the president's Oval Office and talked about how Moderna was going to be the mysterious savior of the world, despite the fact that Moderna had never produced a safe commercial product in its entire operating history? Exactly. Anybody? You remember that? What you don't remember is that in 2010, when Moderna was started, it was the 10th anniversary of the funding that actually started Moderna. And you don't know what the funding that started Moderna is because nobody talks about it. Because the funding that started Moderna was the National Science Foundation grant called, and I'm ready to deliver the bad news to you, Darwinian Chemical Systems. <laughs> That's where Moderna comes from. Mm. And let's go back and take a little time machine journey, 22 years in the past. Let's jump into that grant application and let's ask the question, Darwinian Chemical Systems. Hey, Dave, why would somebody want to invent Darwinian Chemical Systems? Well, let's read it, shall we? If we open up the grant and we read the grant, it says that in a post-extinction event, anybody comfortable? You guys all good with post-extinction events? <laughs> in a post-extinction event, we want to see if we can get mRNA to write into DNA the code to start human evolution again. That's Which never happened, ever. Because Dar Darwinianism is, is an absolute asinine joke. But again, they're trying to turn us into something transhuman. And that would be their version of kick-starting us into the ev their, what they deem as an evolutionary process. With these gene-editing, modifying covid messenger rna kill shots the 10-year grant that started moderna so every fact checker at politifact and reuters and usa today <clears throat> and every fact checker anywhere in the world overlooks a very inconvenient reality the inconvenient reality is darwinian chemical systems was to use rna to write into the dna of life and now you're told, oh, no, 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 Dave, that can't happen. The thing we inject doesn't write into life. Except for the fact that the 20-year funding record of the company that's actually doing it proved that that's what happened. Is anybody uncomfortable with a bioweapon known to write into life an extinction event of life? <laughs> that feels uncomfortable to me. Nah, come on. And I think if we actually went to every vaccine location and actually put up this is not a vaccine, it's a bioweapon, and then added, by the way, this is an, a bioweapon formed for a post-extinction rewrite of the human genome, I think a few people would actually pause for a second and go, oh, I didn't know that, I thought I was doing my patriotic duty getting my flu shot. You're not. You're actually getting a bioweapon engineered by and for post-extinction humanity. Exactly. I'm all about not post-extinction humanity. I can't get an amen because I'm not a preacher, but I think there's a time for an amen, and this would be one of those. <laughs> we are not in post-extinction conversations. We're mm -hmm. in pre-forget-about-extinction. We're in today. And that's, again, that's what has been the goal all along, they, uh, to try to make humanity 
extinct because we're created in God's image and Satan is doing every single thing he can to kill us off, to try to get back at God and to take as many people to hellfire as he can because misery loves company. Satan and his fallen angels and his minions are destined for the lake of fire and they want as many people in the lake of fire with them as possible. That's what this is all about. I've said that from the very, very beginning. When the rubber meets the road, a million years from now, that's what's going to be the matter the most. I think we can all agree on that. Okay. So um, that's all I have for part two. And uh, we'll go to part three. I think that should be the last part. And we will go from there.